When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Richie. Beyond Walker. Pew. Pew! That'll do it! That will do it! Pew for Bournemouth! The roof of the Gold Sands is raised! Everyone here knows what that could mean to this football club. Hello, welcome to episode 163 of Back of the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. My name's Sam Davis. Hope you're doing well. At the weekend, Bournemouth fielded a 3-5-2 against Aston Villa. Much to the surprise of numerous Cherries fans, but also undoubtedly Steven Gerrard, who surely would have thought that Solanke would start up top on his own. I mean, we all did. But Kiefer Moore's inclusion, though, it caused no end of problems for Villa. And with impressive games from Mepham, Tavernier and Pearson too, Scott has overseen a result which gives Bournemouth fans a much-needed boost after what was a shoddy pre-season and with some difficult games to come. Let's be fair about that. In this pod is myself, who's joined by Tiggs and Tom, and we're going to chew the fat over the weekend's 2-0 win. Hello and a warm welcome to the Second Look Show here on Back of the Net. A chance to go over Saturday's game with a little bit more detail than Match of the Day did. What was it, about three minutes on Villa, about 10 seconds on Bournemouth. We love being back in the Premier League, but in hindsight, we do. What a start to the season it was with a maybe unexpected 2-0 win over Aston Villa. So... To go over the details, it's myself, Sam Davis. Me, Tom Jordan. And I'm Tiggs. And also, it's not just us today, because we've also got a certain Mr. Jeff Hayward here remotely as well. Jeff, how you doing, sir? Really good. Thank you, Sam. Loved seeing you on the vlog, sat next to Tiggs, Jeff. Uh, You Mm. know what? Absolute pros in the South Stand there. Yeah. 
You didn't get the bit where the steward told us to switch the camera off, did you, Steve? <laughs> no, we didn't get that. But that, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, Tom, it is good to be back, I think. Never in doubt, mate. Never in doubt. No, it was lovely. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was first and foremost, it was just nice to go back, you know what I mean, and see a, see a league game and be back in the Premier League. And it was a good atmosphere in there. I think everyone was excited. But let's, let's not lie to yourselves. We all would have taken a point, I think. Yeah. I couldn't find anyone that wouldn't. Um, and obviously we'll get into the game, but yeah, we we were up for it. We were up for it, mate. And doubt the CEO. Say Premier League want to do it. Doubt us all you want. I mean, even I think, why do I keep doubting this team? Because they keep proving me wrong. So yeah, it was delighted, mate. But it was just yeah, it was great to be back and see some familiar faces and get back in the ground. And Tiggs, there's been maybe two seasons in our history where there's been the expectation for something to actually happen, and fifty percent of those seasons were successful. Mm. Most times in our history, we've been up against it, True. and this is another one of those seasons. So who say we can't upset the odds like we've done before? Hey, eh? hey, why not? I think that, you know that's that's what we're known for, really. I think that we kind of drifted a little bit away from that. That. Um, adage, but no, I definitely think we can upset the odds, upset the apple cart, the cherry cart, whatever you want to call it. And look, where are we in the league right now? Hmm. Second. Six-pointer on Saturday, mate. <laughs> Six-pointer for Europe. And Jeff, I mean, there were a number of people at the bar before the game on Saturday that were fairly pessimistic. You can understand why though, right? Yeah, I think um, we hadn't obviously got um, the squad fully in place and we still haven't really I think this, we're still probably short of one or two and it was just figuring out okay how is it going to work what team is he going to pick are we going to be completely uh, defensive and then we saw the team sheet yeah we did see the team sheet Tom and mm. look when I saw it come through look I think if you watch the vlog you'll know that I wasn't at the game but I, I was getting very twitchy from two o'clock onwards I was actually at a wedding so I was looking at the team sheet and obviously they do it in that list now. So mm. you've got no idea of the formation. And I was expecting some names on there that weren't on there. Yeah. Uh, tell me your thoughts when you saw that at two o'clock. Were you baffled or? A little bit. I think the, the notable one was Ben Pearson in for Lewis Cook. And that's nothing against Ben Pearson. I, I was thinking it after. I was going, has he ever had a bad game for us? Not really. Um, he's quite reliable. But listen, he got in the last friendly, got ditched off to the development squad. And, and Lewis Cook's played, you know, all the minutes. So was really surprised. Obviously, in hindsight, it looks like a great decision, but that was a brave call from Scott because if that doesn't go right, people say, what are you doing? Mm. Um, but yeah, that, that was a bit of a surprise. I um, was interested to see if he went with uh, James Hill or, or moved Lerma back. And looking at it now, I think because he moved Lerma back, was that why he brought Pearson in? Just to have that destroyer still in there oh, with, yeah. with losing Lerma from that position. And also Tavernier. Mm. Did not expect Tavernier to start straight away. Um, thought you'd probably see a Christie in there. But he went for Tavernier once again. That worked well. And also Kiefer Moore. Mm. Um, kind of, yeah, we'll go into kind of how they all, you know, set out on the pitch. But, you know, we looked at it and went, let me look two strikers up there. And, um, yeah, hindsight's brilliant and it all worked out well. But there were definitely some surprises. I don't think it was anyone was, like, absolutely gutted because we didn't bring in anyone. You know, everyone was excited about Tavernier. Ben Pearson is quite reliable and we all love Kiefer Moore. So it wasn't any anyone that was really kind of annoyed. It was more a bit of a surprise, really, particularly Lewis Cook not playing. We didn't even really get time to work out how the formation was going because we scored inside <laughs> two yeah. minutes. Yeah. Wow. Which changes the plan straight away, probably to a certain extent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really interesting. I mean, we, we were set up to fight, really. I mean, that's the thing. But give us options on the counter. Mm. And that's exactly how it worked, really. Um, 
so yeah, I, I think brilliant and great to see mo so many people make their debuts, Premier League debuts as well. Like it was five, I think, wasn't it? It's crazy. Isn't it? One of them I got on the score sheet later on in the game, didn't they? So yeah, yeah, really good. But um, as you say, the early goal settled everything down, and it probably it it probably would have been interesting if we hadn't scored that early goal. How the shape would have would have been because like like you said, Tiggs, that does change things because yeah. you got something to hang on to then. Mm. Um, so it probably makes you be a little bit more defensive, defensively wise and and not so focused on the right. How can we hurt them? Because we've got the early goal, we've got the win. We yeah. need to hang on to it. And uh, so yeah, probably change things a little bit. But yeah, who knew mo moving Lerma to the back would immediately be more of a goal threat? Eh? Well, that's what I thought. And Jeff, explain your emotions. In fact, explain the goal for people who who may not have seen it. We've already talked about one player, Tavernier. None of us knew what to expect from him. I don't know if it, even Scott Parker knew what to expect from him, but he sort of threw him in as a, a kind of floating midfield player and a bit like the billing role um, where he, he seemed to have licence to be anywhere and everywhere. Maybe that was just the, the, the amount that he ran because he was unbelievable, I thought. Not only that, he can cross the ball and the corner that he takes is... When 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 have we last cleared the first man with a corner? <laughs> it's like first first one, and it was on the money right onto Lloyd Kelly's head. Uh, the ball sort of bobbled around a bit from there, and then fell to to Jeff eight yards out, and he lashed it in with his left foot. It was just the sort of start we needed. And um, Tavernier, what a player! I think I think his his set piece delivery is going to make him a real threat. And also, what I'd also call out that's different is. When was the last time that we looked like a physical threat in the air to teams? I mean, all 90 minutes, we looked like we could score from set plays against them, which yeah. is fantastic having so many good, big aerial players in the in the team with, with good set-piece delivery. That's one thing that came across on some of the post-match interviews as well. A number of their players, when they spoke to the media, were talking about this big... Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth side with a physical presence. And it's... What are you talking about the cherries here? But, wow. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk a little bit more you know, going into the the game and how it kind of unfolded but I mean their their plan looked to be to put crosses in and we dealt with them so well uh, mm. you know our three centre halves plus you got Kiefer Moore on the pitch plus you got Philip Billing on the pitch I mean it, it was it was sort of played into our hands mm. really a lot of it um, but yeah uh, Jeff and I we, we were really lucky where we were sacked so we sort of got really good view of that goal and uh, you know Surprised us both, you know. We looked at each other a little bit shocked, didn't we, Jeff? Yeah, at the time, uh, it was probably more shocking than your vegan sausage roll that you, you very much enjoyed. Um, but it, hey, it was, uh, there were chips with that, you know, that there were chips with that. It was, um, yeah, it was good, it was really, really good. And, um, yeah, I mean, it just from that point on, it just felt so much more comfortable. Like the anxiety just kind of dropped, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, it was massive for us. We nearly made it two uh, about three, four minutes later with Jay Z getting mm, in on the yeah. act. It, it was a run that he, he made very similar to what led to the free kick against Nottingham Forest. Um, only this time he laid it off to Solanke. He, he managed to get onto his left foot. Powerful strike at goal. And that was a real chance for us as well. And, uh, you know, at that stage, you're probably thinking, how many can we get? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe not so much that. But I think it, it showed that we, we, still, we still caused them a threat on the, on the other side, even though we were ahead. And they still had something to worry about, so they couldn't open up too much because you know we were a threat the other way. And yeah, Jay Z does that. I think you see a lot of fullbacks slash wingbacks that can bomb on and have that energy, but he can come inside as well as outside. And yeah. he likes coming inside the pitch, doesn't he? Like you say, he done that for the uh, free kick we got that got us promoted. And yeah, good little drive. Dom shifted it well, didn't he? But unfortunately, straight at Martinez. But yeah, we were causing problems early on, mate. And as Jeff said as well, and, and Tiggs, we were 
we're, we're bigger and, and looking good from set pieces, which is always a good thing to have in your armoury. And uh, they could have done with a big lump like Tyrone Mings at the back. Mm. What, yeah. what, what really struck me, uh, Tiggs, was our shape off the ball. And mm. we were yeah. really well disciplined. And it, was, it wasn't a game that flowed. It was quite scrappy at times. But that's because we made it scrappy by... You know, we were hassling them at times. I noticed that players like Jefferson Lerma and Adam Swift were like breaking the lines when they had the ball to rush forward to uh, close them down, and then they retreated back into their own, uh, you know, position. And all over the pitch, we were hassling them, we were harrying them. Philip Billing every so often, even though I don't think he had the greatest game out of the eleven on uh, Saturday, he just put his legs in every yeah. now and then. Pearson was a menace as well. Didn't didn't really give them that much of a chance, did we? We did not give them a sniff. Um, I mean, I'm sure Jeff will say in a minute a little bit more about about Pearson, who who definitely stood out to him throughout the game. I know because he kept he kept almost he was almost applauding at one point, Jeff. I think you were. Um, but there's a really good video that came out this week. I don't know if you lads saw it on on social media from the club. And it's got a little training session, a little running session, yeah. and the and the boys had to run in teams. Okay. And if you if you anyone left your team behind, then you, your team you didn't do well. Wow, you had to okay. keep that. And there's a brilliant oh, bit at the end of it, and you know you must check it out if you haven't already. Uh, where you know Parker turns around, and he says, "We want heart and we want balls." Yeah. And that's what this team is about. And wow. it's, it's it's one of those amazing moments from Parker where you just kind of if you forget all the other stuff, the kind of the the downers on him and the negativity and you go wow this guy can really knows how to motivate a group of players i'm really starting to believe in him as that and i think that performance on the weekend is motivate you know they've been motivated to just perform and just just work 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 yeah forget about the football side of it as well i thought we looked fit and yeah. um, there's been a lot of comparisons in terms of people saying how different he is to to eddie but that's one thing that's similar we've got a really fit team which is what eddie got in as well um they looked as, as you were mentioning there, the kind of the high intensity, and we looked fit in Villa from minute one, right? Even on ninety, we looked fitter than Villa. And um, as you say, that's probably them sort of drills they're doing is, is certainly working. And as a group, they just yeah, they, the energy levels were were far superior to Villa. Mm. And, and Ben Pearson, Jeff, really really caught your eye, didn't he? Yeah, I think I think that midfield combo of uh, Pearson and Billing, it was kind of like little and large. You know, there's 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 one bloke who's kind of a menace, harrying them all the time, um, which was Pearson. And then what Billing offered was that just sort of his long <laughs> long legs getting in the way, being awkward. You know, so many times they underestimated just <laughs> just how how wide you need to pass the ball from Phil Bill to get it past him, and he intercepted. Pearson was just irritating as hell which is what we love about him and he was breaking up the play there was one challenge he made on McGinn which was just brilliant to watch you know and he, he was he was sliding he was playing like championship midfield against them and they did not like it I think I said a bit of a dad's army phrase didn't I Tiggs they don't like it up them and that's, yeah. that's what it felt like in that first half it felt like to me was uh, exactly what you said like Pearson there was, there was a stage last season where I was kind of wondering Will he play much for us again? Mm. Uh, but he's a player like you alluded to on one of our previous shows. He's, he shows his colours a bit better when he's off the ball and yeah. with his hard work. And look, let's face it, the possession stats showed that we had very little of the ball. Was it between, I don't know, it was around 30, yeah, 30, 34% or something like that. Um, and he, he was superb. And what epitomised it? Was uh, you know a number of like individual moments during the game, not least that challenge. Yeah. I mean, I know that comes later on in the game, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know Aston Villa uh, threatening to sort of burst forward uh, midway through the first half, I think it was, and mm. then he runs back and grabs a ball off him. It's like slide tackle, 
That's amazing. And those are little moments, aren't they, that sometimes you need. That's the Ben Pearson that that Preston were always talking about. Mm. That was the Ben Pearson that we signed that we didn't, we've never really seen him be that consistently because of injuries and and, and things. But that's why I remember seeing a thing, I think it was, um, it might have been the second look or something like that. Mm. And they talked about if if you've got, a situation where your goalkeeper's one-on-one, you have one player come in and make a tackle, and all of them went, then piss. Mm. You know, it's, he'd made such an impression. It's interesting because Preston, you know, no disrespect to Preston, but they finished kind of um, bottom half of the championship yeah. uh, ever since Pearson's been there, really. And so it makes sense why they they see what we're going to start seeing, in my mm. opinion, from Ben Pearson. The problem when he's coming for us is we, we were the top end of the championship where you have all the ball, yeah. and that's not Ben Pearson. We have all the ball and they're going to break us down. This season, it's going to be the complete opposite. And in a weird way, he might be more crucial in certain games than a Lewis Cook. Because mm. last season, there's no point in playing Ben Pearson and Jefferson Lerma when we got all the ball. Mm. You need a Lewis who can you know, get you up the pitch and be a bit clever with the ball. But Ben Pearson, off the ball, is one of the best players in our squad. Mm. And um, I was hopeful that we'd, we'd use that this season and forget about the past stuff of he's down the pecking order. But it makes perfect sense to me that in the Championship, you're going to play Kilkenny more. But in the Premier League, you might as well let Kilkenny go out on loan like he has because Pierce is going to be more vital. And yeah, I mean, it was really brave from Parker, but he obviously saw that in the game and thought, they're probably going to have a bit of the ball. We haven't quite got the players in we want yet. So it's going to be a bit of a back to the wall stuff. This is Pearson all over it and it worked. It was a real battle out there. And at this stage, Jeff, I think we need to also talk about Villa because whilst they had a snapshot with... Danny Ings at one point, apart from that, and also a header that didn't overly test Travers. I thought they were actually fairly disappointing for all the build-up, for all the hype. They weren't actually that good. They had uh, a squad that were brilliant on paper. Leon Bailey uh, is very highly rated. They got some fella called Coutinho I've heard a bit about. I've heard was he even playing? Well, you know, it was it was awful from Villa. I thought creatively they just they turned up as if uh, they'd completely underestimated us and thought that's all we need to do just turn up and we'll roll this lot over. Yeah, I thought they 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 rocked up thinking they could just go through the motions and have too much, especially with our preseason we've had and all the stuff with no defenders and yeah, like like Jeff said, they might have players on paper, but they didn't they didn't graph for Gerald, they didn't do the basics right. Coutinho was absolutely hopeless. Mm. I couldn't believe it was him and. Yeah, Bailey's been hyped about. They were just, they were really, really poor all over the pitch, I thought. And that surprised me. But I think you've got to look at it from a ball perspective and give us a lot of credit because we nullified them and we stopped them getting any joy. You know, if we don't start well and they score an early goal, they might start playing freely and then yeah. it's, then they look really classy. I think the fact that we started so much on the front foot almost you know, took them back a little bit and we carried that on throughout. I had the feeling that the way we were going to get points is by sides that we play having poor games and we need to be right on it. But... I didn't feel as though we were amazing, but we just did the basics right and we were really disciplined. Our structure was really so good throughout. I think the basics is key. And I think, you know, playing... I do think we didn't know what that team was going to be. So you can look at it and you can say, well, Gerard didn't actually probably... Probably didn't set them up for the the personnel they were going to be playing against. But he did have the right idea in that he tried to get down our wings a lot and try and get crosses in. But there was no one to pick up those crosses. Like Danny Ings, like we yeah. we had Danny Ings as you know, as one of our players. You yeah. know, we've had him you know, when he started out, and he was just drifting out. Like mm. Danny Ings, you want through the middle, don't you? Yeah, mm. yeah. It was a weird setup. It was a weird setup from them in, in terms of trying to get a goal back into the game. You know what, um, Jeff? When half time came, sort of one nil, I'm I'm sort of thinking. 
you know, whilst I'm having my Prosecco toasting the like speeches at this wedding, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, at some point in the second half, they're going to come back into this. Um, but you know what? More of the same from us, wasn't it? I thought, you know, just so, so good on the ball and off the ball. Yeah, completely. And um, I do think that um, we, we just, we played within ourselves. Um, they brought Brendia on, who um, made a little bit of a difference. I think he, he looked a bit more threatening. Um, certainly the first few minutes, they, they seemed to have a bit more about them. But when that fizzled out, actually, there was nothing. And that second half, the longer it went on, the more solid we looked. They did not have a single shot on target in the second half, and they're chasing the game. I think that says it all, really. Jeff, second half happens, and it's pretty much more of the same. thought that Villa's threats were few and far between. I remember a shot from distance that whistled mm. to the right of the post. Uh, other than that, I'm, I'm struggling to think of much that they had, mate. They had a lot of the ball. I think what was... Uh, what you were conscious of, it was still pretty tense watching that game, thinking they're going to score, they're going to score. You know, it could be a could be a, a moment of brilliance from outside the box. But um, we we defended often for our lives. It felt like, and that meant cutting the crosses out and meant blocking crosses. It meant heading the ball clear. Meps was outstanding, I thought, and um, just won everything. It seemed to me um, when he needed to, it was just a commanding performance by that that back back three with the wing backs offering some really nice get outs and there was one moment in the second half which um tiggs i think i think we counted about 15 passes where we moved the ball from yeah. our, our half right up to their half and it's not just we're long ball we can play as we played last season we can still pass the ball through the lines beat their press and it was great to have that flexibility yeah i mean and a special mention as well to to Jeff Lerma. I mean, he didn't yeah. look out of place at all, did he? As a, as a, a centre half, he. I suppose it's, it's helpful you got centre half who you know can play with his feet. Although yeah. it's not his, been his natural position throughout his career, he, he did a really good job. I wouldn't be surprised to see him turn up there again. No, no, definitely not. And I wouldn't be worried about it, which is which is nice. Um, thinking that he can do that job. I, I think I said to you, Sam, um, that if if you went out there and that was a new signing, you go bloody hell, he's a good centre half, a ball yeah. for ball, and he was he was brilliant. But um, and Meps as well. Jeff just made a shout out there. I think I said to you that I, I saw that he completed the most passes on the pitch and um, won all his duels. He was he was superb in that in the middle of the three. And to be fair to Meps, I've always felt like when he's playing the three, he does look more comfortable. He's got that bit of security, but um, he's brave. And yeah, he was brilliant. And, and as Jeff said, there's always nerves, but we were in control for the, for the majority when we started the second half, I felt. And Jeff, take a look at these stats here, because this is this is quite mad, really. These are our shots that are shown in the sort of ready, uh, ready orange colour versus Villa shots. So, so whilst they have more, look how many are outside the box. Mm. The majority of their shots, uh, even though they score double what we do, they are from distance, whereas most of ours are from within the box. So, you know, that's a that's a very good sign, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's testament to the lack of creativity they had. And they, they didn't really threaten us at all. Even when they got behind us, their crossing was so poor that um, they couldn't create anything. So what they started doing was just having a lash from 25, 30 yards all the time. And, and some of it was woeful shooting. And that's with Coutinho and Buendia in their team. So um, credit to our defence. That's what we forced them to do. Obviously, percentages-wise, they're going to score fewer goals doing that. So, well done, Scott Parker. Mm. He looked it, good as well. 
Yeah, and he did look good. Yeah. T- t- tell me about this outfit, mate. It's some, uh, so it's got four stripes. horizontal stripes mm-hmm. on his on his left arm, and I was yeah. thinking, oh, that's got to be a brand that I've never heard of that mm-hmm. all the professionals wear. His jacket was like sixteen hundred and fifty quid, mate. Something like that. Yeah, pocket yeah. change. Mate. Wow. Yeah, but no, I like the four stripes. You know, top four. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows, mate? Knows. But yeah, we're there at the moment. But yeah. It was lovely. The parker looked lovely, which was yeah. which was great. But um, more importantly, he got it bang on on the pitch, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And look, uh, you know, squeaky bum time. It wasn't really. I was obviously not being able to see the game, but I was texting you saying, "Do they look threatening?" And you were like, "Well, no." And we're in control. Yeah. Of course, that helped. And Kiefer Moore stepped up, or, or you know, like uncontested from a from a loopy Lloyd Kelly cross where he kept it in, and you know, nodded it in Fletch style into the opposite hmm. corner. Happy days, mate. But, um, you know, talk me through that goal, mate, because I think he had too much space. Definitely. From a Villa perspective, they, they won't be happy with that at all. You know, you know the threat he's, he possesses in the air. So to make it that easy for him was, was strange. I think massive shout out to Lloyd Kelly for keeping the ball alive and putting it back in the box. I think um, we, it would have been so easy for him at 1-0 with 10 minutes to go when he gets that ball to just calm it down, reset, let's let's keep the ball, let's not, you know, we don't need that second. Uh, but he, he threw it back in there and I think that's because we know we've got someone in there now who can compete and, yeah, just a loopy ball in that just causes problems. But, yeah, Kiefer Moore, I mean, he's unstoppable in a Bournemouth shirt, isn't he? I mean, he just, he's just unbelievable. Um, just, just scores every time he plays, it feels. But, yeah, really good header, but as you say, really poor from a Villa perspective. They had loads of men round him, but no one contested. So, um, and that was perfect time. You get to that last 10, it starts getting really nervy mm. and you get the second goal and it just calms everything down. So, yeah, perfect, mate. Absolutely delighted for him, Tiggs, to yeah. be getting a Premier League goal. Amazing. I mean, what, yeah, and, but he won't get many as easy as that in the Premier League. He'll have to work a lot harder than what he had to work for that goal. He just stood there on the spot. Yeah, I, but what I would say is that, you know, you look at the Villa team who have they got that can contest yeah. for a header with Kiefer Moore? In that, in that case, no one contested. It was, you know, it was easy. It wasn't even didn't have to really do a lot at all, did he? Just had to get it on target. But um, yeah, I think he's he's a weapon, isn't he, for us mm. going forwards? Mm. You know, whether he starts or whether he comes off the bench. It felt to me oh, like all, all game they were being Kiefer'd. You know, yeah, he was <laughs> he was bullying that back five. Yeah, all game controlling the ball, holding it up, bringing other players in. They just got sick of the sight of him and sick of trying to contest with him because they kept losing. So they resorted to fouling him. They resorted mm. to not jumping <laughs> even because they knew they couldn't compete. It was fantastic. Nathan Ake's having nightmares, mate, I tell you. He's, oh, he having is. Nightmares he is. About him. He's the most Steve Fletcher player we've had since Steve Fletcher, isn't he? Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, a lot of people have been talking about his performance as a whole ticks mm. you know, throughout the game. He was just a menace. And yeah. it makes you think, sort of, going forward, we've got more flexibility now than I thought. Because I never thought we would see Solanke and Moore starting Premier League games. I thought maybe Moore might come on for Solanke. Mm. Or maybe, if we want a plan B, to bring him on with Solanke for chasing yeah. a goal or whatever. But from the very start. Um, I don't know how much of it was tactical mind games or he just took a look at the team that... He was facing and thought, well, they're probably going to play, you know, play like this. I think more could be a credit, you know, a threat to them. I, you know, I don't know, but certainly now gives us something and other managers more to think about going forward. Do you know what? I think that's true now. Running through that whole squad, something I realised about us, probably unlike any other squad that we've had before, is that we've got real unique options. Mm-hmm. What we don't have is we don't have a lot of like for like. Yeah. 
everyone's sort of a little bit different. There's something Tom said earlier on and about um, it's almost like we've got front foot options and back foot options. Yeah. You know, you've got your Ben Pearson or you've got your Lewis Cook. Yeah. And depending on which way you want to play the game, depends on which one you bring in. It, it's it's really exciting actually because it will give us a, a little insight when Parker picks his team now what he's going to be looking to do with yeah. this game pretty much straight from the off. And he'll probably look at the opposition, will he, and, um, and use that, you know, use what he thinks is best because I think it's a, also a shout he deserves is at 1-0, he takes Fenton the field player and Ben Pearson brings on Lewis yeah. Cook and a lot of people would think, well, that's a bit strange, but it isn't when it works like it did that Lewis Cook, Ben Pearson's ran his race, he's worked his socks off and Lewis Cook can keep the ball yeah. And that's what you want when you won nil at home. You want to keep the ball. You want to yeah. kill the momentum. You don't want them to start getting back into the game. So yeah, very clever. Everything was, everything was spot on. And as Tig says, we've got we've got some good options now. And yeah, like you say, with Kiefer, we've got more options. Mm. Shout outs that you might want to uh, give Jeff, not to your friends and family, but for AFC Bournemouth <laughs> players that you feel um, we may not have mentioned yet, or people that deserve some some real big credit. I think Lloyd Kelly deserves credit. He was very good. Really good on that left side covering uh, Leon Bailey, I thought, all game. You know, Zamura was was caught out a couple of times, but Lloyd was imperious, I thought, at the back. Um, who else? Well, Tavernier, I think, was the star player, really, adding that X factor that we were wondering, where is that going to come from? And, and he's definitely got it. Good feet, good good vision, and, um, and never gives up, never stops running, which is... Uh, again, really useful asset for the team going forwards. Also, a lot of people have been talking about Chris Mappham as well. Yeah. Who, who he, I thought he was really good. And there was there was some stat about him, mm. Tom, that yeah. you were telling me off air earlier. What was it? Yeah, just mentioning about the fact that he had um, our best pass completion rate. So, you know, used the ball used the ball really well, but also won every single one of his ground duels in the game. So, was never beaten. Um and yeah, and I thought he was excellent. And we we kind of alluded to it earlier, but in a back three, I remember when Tyndall first came in, he went with that back three. And Meppen yeah. was probably our best defender. He was. And when we tried to go against that, he just got. I think it's almost a detriment is that he's so brave. He tries to make the right putt, and sometimes he gets caught, um, and it makes him look like he's a clumsy defender. But I think on the whole, even if Meppen makes an error, ninety percent of most games he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was really 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 pleased for him to come through that because if he makes an error, everyone says he's not up to it. So I was, yeah. I was really really chuffed for him. Um, and this could be big for him because he'll be thinking, I want to make sure I'm in that world squad for, for the World Cup. Yeah. So, yeah, deserves a shout out. And I'll just give a quick one to Adam Smith, who's just been announced that he's extended his, his contract with a football club, which is massive. Most Premier League appearances that we've got in the squad for us. And I thought he was exceptional. He, he got forward when he needed to, but also showed that experience. And you think, you know, we've brought in Ryan Fredericks, who I know is injured. We've got Jack Stacey breathing down his neck. We tried to bring in Ethan Laird last season, but when Adam Smith whether it's Scott Parker, Jonathan Woodgate, Jason Tinder, Eddie Howe, when he's fit, he plays. And I think he gets yeah. overlooked sometimes for how consistent he is. So shout out to Smudge as well. Where where does this lead? You know, Marcus Sanese coming in from Marcus Sanese. <laughs> Marcus Sanese. Like the chants are ready. Whether people are willing to sing Britney Spears <laughs> or your version, I don't know. I thought mine was quite good, but some people say not. Um, where would What happens when he comes in, Tiggs? Who gets dropped? Well, or is it, you know, is a case that Jefferson Lerma moves forward and then Chris Mappham shifts to the right-hand side and then he sits in the middle or what? Do you, you, know, do you, know, do you know what is... Do you know what? The thing is, I'd, I'd like to have, have a, a, a confident stab at this, but I don't think I really can. And, I, and the reason I can't is that I wasn't expecting the team that we saw yeah. last week. So I'm really finding it hard to understand exactly what's in Parker's head. What I do know is that he did play Jefferson Lerma all pre-season as a centre-half pretty much majority of games. Yeah. So if he moves... 
Lerma forward than what we Ben Pearson probably don't get a shout in for a while. That worked really well. So I think it's horses for courses. I think he's going to change it. I don't think Sinezi will come straight in. Mm. I just don't think that's that's mind you, Tavernier did, didn't he? So mm. what can I? What can I think I, I think Tiggs just just alluded to it a minute ago. But I think it's going to be very game dependent. Yeah, we're not going to set up the same way away at Man City as we are at home to Wolves. Mm. We, we're just not. And I think that game was perfect for that system and then then players. With, with what we got at the moment but it'll change it on game there'll be some games where Lerma plays at the back there'll be some where he yeah. plays in the middle on his own deep there'll be some where he's in a double pivot with Pearson I think there'll be I think it'll, it'll mix it up quite a lot I think we've got a lot of flexibility in there I think you'll see Tavernier as an attacking midfielder as a defensive midfielder as a wing back yeah. I just think we've he's getting players in that are versatile and can fill in a lot of gaps and I I think we'll probably go over three for the majority but it wouldn't shock me if some home games we go to a four again mm. I think he's looking as we've kind of mentioned all through this video, I think he's he's looking at we've got so much flexibility in game and before games to surprise people. I don't think there's going to be a set eleven through the season. Really, I'll be very surprised. This is a game where if, if under Eddie Howe, we would have gone up there and we would have probably gone. We usually play four. We played we played like three at the back, wouldn't we? We put on like your your Mings or your Simpson or, or somebody, yeah. wouldn't you, in that middle there? I'll be really interested. I don't know what Parker does. Does he? Does he change the shape? Does he change the personnel? What, what do you think, Jeff? What do you think is is viable? I think, I think it's all about all about flexibility with the the tactical genius we have in charge. And really, against Man City, I think we're gonna we're gonna play as many defenders as we, could, as we possibly can. And defensive midfielders, we're gonna try and get a nil nil, maybe hit them on the break with one. So probably one up front, more slanky. Um, I don't know what he's gonna do with Sanesi. Probably. I'd err on the moving Mepham to the the right side and bringing Jeff into the midfield. I think that's probably the ideal scenario. But who knows? You know, Super Scotty Parker, he knows what to do. Not me. So, you know, we've also got the flexibility of playing different formations, but also having players that can do more than one role. So, you know, there, there are lots of ways that we can catch teams maybe a bit unaware. Yeah, and I think this sort of game, um, away from home particularly, I think you, you're more likely to see, as Jeff kind of said there, one of the strikers potentially miss out and billing players the, the one off them. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is set back. And it's billing, it's billing the one that's got to try and support the striker and get beyond. And Because, mm-hmm. yeah, we've just seen billing virtually in a double pivot defensively. Mm-hmm. But we know that he can do that. And I think away from home, you're going to see billing a lot more advanced. Um, and, yeah, but we've got, we've got loads of flexibility and players will be asked to do different things. You know, we're forgetting we've got a few wide men on the bench as well that haven't been used. Um, yeah. And people like Dembele and Anthony are really good options on the counter-attack. So you, you can change that when you need to. So, yeah, I think it's going to be... It's going to be really interesting what we do, but I think we can change it depending on the game, depending on the opposition. So I, I think that's what we'll do. And it is a free hit, isn't it? The next two away games are free hits, really. And we can kind of maybe look at it and we can go to City. If we go and get pumped and we try something, we go, OK, maybe don't do that against Liverpool. And, and we can look at it, but cut the free hits, mate. And I think them home games are where we're going to have to, have to look to impose ourselves on the opposition a bit more. Yeah. Um, and Kiefer just gives us a great option to chuck in the box when you need to. Yeah. And I think that's great. And uh, some, of these, some of these top sides maybe don't lo- like that sort of directness. So that could work as well. So I'm, I'm excited now. It's amazing how quickly it changes. We, uh, are we becoming the new Burnley? Anti-football? Having not much nah. of the ball, pumping up forward. We aren't, are we? No, we aren't. It just gives us that flexibility with Kiefer Moore. But it's, yeah. it's good to have that. And we, listen, when we went up before, we did try that with, with a Murray, less so. But we yeah, went, we did. there's a different option. You, you've got to have that. So um, we even done it at the Championship with Kevin Jones. We went up. You've got to have that different option. Uh, we're not going to just start. We didn't just start lumping ball to the box. But it's nice to have a bit of physicality up there as well. Um, but yeah, mate. Yeah. Would, I, would I take a draw at the eight yard? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Jeff, you know, what's the... 
what's the score line when you when you roll into work on a on a Monday morning? What's the kind of score line that is the difference between respectable and embarrassing? Is it is it three nil four nil or is it four nil five nil or what? Well, look what they did to Watford last season. I want to avoid any passing resemblance to a, a certain team from North London. Um, and I think if we can if we can go maybe keep it down under four, that would be great. It, it all depends how long we can keep them out for. The problem with City is if they score early, we're in trouble. But if we can if we can defend like we did on Saturday, and I'm certainly moving more from um, being fearful to being actually optimistic and quite excited. So I'm looking forward to the contest. I think it will be a different game for um, for them than they probably expect. And if they underestimate what we can do, well, we might have a chance. You know, I'll, I'll take the three points. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think we need to cut that a little bit as well in the sense that we all know how good City are, but I watched them against West Ham. They're happy to win 2-0. They're not... They, they, they got 2-0. They took hard off and they just keep the ball. It's so yeah. horrible. But it's, they don't just keep going to try and get 10. They, they're quite... Guardiola's quite uh, comfortable with just keeping the ball and just managing the game. Yeah. And they'll just keep the ball and we won't better... But, you know, it, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be 6-7. I think, um, you know, like Jeff said, maybe the earlier the goal to get will be, be a concern. But... Let's uh, see what happens, mate. Let's let's put it up and uh, yeah, one nil Marcus Sanesi. One <laughs> nil Marcus Sanesi. That would be wonderful. Jeff Hayward, it's been a pleasure to have you back. It seems like ages since you've been on the pod, but we'll be getting these out regularly at the start of every week. So yourself, Neil, we'll all be in the mix and uh, we'll be doing more of these, won't we? Looking forward to it. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys, and uh, appreciate the uh, the technology, the professionalism of the production team. Outstanding. We try. We try. Jeff Hayward, thanks for coming along. See you next week. Cheers, Jeff. Cheers, mate. And Tiggs, it has been an absolute pleasure, mate. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really enjoyed that too, though. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. As always, Tom, it's been great. And uh, we've got a week now to worry about Man City, yeah? yeah? No worry, mate. No worry. They're worried about us. They took Haaland off. <laughs> Just saying. They were worried, mate. They were worried. Uh, Write us off at your peril. So that was the dissection, which is also available to see on YouTube. Just look for the second look playlist at youtube.com forward slash AFCB podcast. After the final whistle, Tiggs was also on the cam chatting to elated fans who were more than delighted with our three points. Here we go then. So uh, Bournemouth, Villa, a 2-0 win. Now, nobody... In the world predicted that, did they? I don't think so. I mean, everyone's well. The only two 0 that people predict is us being in position two zero. Yeah. At the end of the season, so but that was a thorough professional performance, wasn't it? I thought we did really well. I think the team were organised. They obviously stuck to the plan, and we were quite comfortable, which is kind of a bit strange to say, considering that uh, you know we've taken a step up and not really got. Um, a, a great deal of extra in, in, in the way, you know, in experience or uh, or talent into the squad. So yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was good to see uh, you know a real battling performance. Nobody really predicted that as a lineup either. No, it was uh, to see Ben Pearson in there from the start, Keeper Moore in there from the start. Uh, yeah, not expected at all. But they both played played their parts. Yeah, and obviously the team was well drilled and knew what their jobs were. And really, I mean, lucky that we scored the goal so early because I think at 1-0 down, it would be a, t- a lot more difficult for us. But yeah. that played right into our hands, didn't it? And, you know, we knew how to look after that lead. 
Yeah, we didn't really give Villa many opportunities at all. They weren't able to carve much out. There's a few shots from distance, but Trav's looked pretty assured, didn't he, in that, in that respect? Absolutely did, yeah. And, I mean, a word for the, uh, for the, the central defence as well. Yeah. I thought Meppham had a great game. Lerma looked untroubled all game. And um, maybe because of, the, of how he played is uh, the reason why they played a lot down the right-hand side. Yeah. And their right-hand side with Matty Cash. Uh, but he was looked after as well with Kelly and Zamura. So, yeah, really pleasing performance. Yeah. Really pleasing. Fantastic. Thanks for coming on. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. All the best. Up Cheers. Hey. How are you doing, buddy? You okay? I'm great. Yeah. I'm great. Off that. What did you make of it? I think, I think it was very solid. It, it, it didn't... I was expecting Villa to be a very good side of the signs that they've made. I think, like, with Coutinho and... Block her out! Time for Big Sam! Okay. Right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, they weren't as good as I thought. But we we were very good. I was I was going in thinking we were going to lose comfortably. But yeah. you know, it was the other way. Yeah, a lot of pessimism pre-game. A lot of people, everyone I've spoken to, is thinking you know we're going to have a bad season and we're going to lose today, and that's going to be you know the start of a a sort of trudge through the year. But you know, all of a sudden, happy faces. Everyone looks optimistic. Yeah. Where are we going to finish now? Fourteenth. Fourteenth. I like that. I'll take that all day long. That's fantastic. Yeah. That is fantastic, Ben. Good. Uh, and your man of the match today, what do you think? God, I could give it to many people. Um, but for the expectations that I had um, and for the amount he's playing, I'm going to say Ben Pearson. Yeah. I think he, he, was, he was everywhere. I, th- I think he was great. And especially with the you know, lack of game time that he's had, he's, he's, he was great today. So I'm, I'm, I'm really happy. But as a, as a team as well, we were great. Fantastic. Yeah. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, good to see you. Noah! Come on in. We'll have to go down for this one. How you doing, buddy? Can we look at the camera that way? Is that okay? Yeah. How are you? Good. I like your hat. Thanks. Looks really funky. Is that your lucky hat? Yeah. It worked. You should wear that all the time. Well, it was in my bag. Oh, it's just time. in your bag. Have you got anything else in the bag? Yeah. Anything for me that I could have? No. No? Okay, fair enough. We'll move on. Uh, what did you think of the game today? Um, amazing. What was the best bit? Uh... Lerma's strike. Yeah, did not expect that. So you've got Lerma now, he's playing as a defender and he's scoring a goal. Wouldn't have ever thought that, would you? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Well, you got, yeah, that's good, that's good. Uh, who's your still, is he still your favourite player, Dom? Yeah. Yeah? Do you reckon that'll carry on all season long? Uh, maybe not in March on change to Keitha, maybe. Might change to Keitha. Can I check on you every week and find yeah. out? Yeah. Should we get your dad in? Yeah. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? Yeah, good after that, yeah. Never in doubt, was it? Never in doubt. <laughs> I want to know, how are, you, how are you feeling going into this game? Uh, I was apprehensive, I'll be honest. Didn't think we would play as well as we did. I, we almost looked like a team who went out there because the manager had said they're not good enough to play in this league. Do you know what I mean? It, ju- yeah, yeah. it just kind of felt like they had that extra, like, we've got to prove ourselves. We're going to make sure that people know, you know, that we're a Premier League team and we're here to stay. And it, it worked, you know, it completely... Tactically out, ta- out tactic. He uh, yeah. he completely uh, flummoxed Gerard. I think completely. I don't well, think Gerard expected the lineup at all. I'll be honest, I didn't either. He flummoxed me, Paul. To be honest, did he? Did he flummox you? You guys are back in the day. You don't necessarily know everything, do you? <laughs> no, <we don't. laughs> preview, preview show and all that. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect more to start. And you know, brilliant, brilliant goal that header as well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, long may it continue. Great, great game. Fantastic. Well, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Good to see you. Oh, and great debut for Tabs. Great debut for CF. Yeah, Tavernier. Brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Tabs and Trabs. It's going to get confusing. Tabs and Trabs. It's going to get confusing. Yeah, 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 yeah
Fantastic. See you later. Have a cherries. You want to come on in? Hi, what's your name? Samuel. Hi, Samuel. How are you doing today? You okay? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good, especially after that performance. Yeah, where were you sat today? Which stand? Um, I was in the Far East stand. Oh, okay, brilliant. Yeah, so I definitely saw the final goal. It was, ah, it was really good. good. Really good really view really of that good. then. Really good view. Uh, who impressed you today? Um, I think... The, the, I think the standouts were definitely. I think the, def the, the defense for me definitely played a big part, and the midfield, how we came at the players and really tried to push. And in, instead of like, because I was at the friendly last week, yeah. and it was very much we just passed the ball around and gave it to them. But this week we actually attacked them. We took the game to Villa, and yeah, we came away with the victory. Oh, fantastic, fantastic! And uh, thinking ahead to the season, it is the beginning of the season, so I get to ask this question now. I don't get to ask it much later on. So, how do you think the the, the season will pan out for Bournemouth? Uh, um, after that win, I think it will definitely be good. The next few couple uh, uh, teams aren't the best in our favour, but I think after we get through the first month or so, if we can continue that performance, we'll be fine. Relegation, not a, not a threat. Not a threat. You heard it here. That's, thank you so much for coming on. Cheers, much appreciated. Hi, how you doing? Hey, buddy, how are you? You all right? I'm, I'm fine. You're fine? Good. How are you feeling? How are you feeling inside? It was a wonderful game. It was a wonderful game. What was your favourite part of the game today? My favourite part of the game is to... We want to win every game in, here in the Premier League. Completely. And do you, do you think we'll win more games going forward? I think they'll win... I think they win win more games. Good. I really hope so too. And we've got uh, we've got Man City coming up next, who are a very good team. Do you think we can get something up there? Uh, I think it will be a difficult game. More difficult than today. Yeah, more difficult than today. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Who's your man of the match today? Who really impressed you? I reckon Jefferson Lerma. Yeah, he played well, didn't he? And he scored a goal. He did. He did score a goal. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on again. And you. See you soon. See you. Brilliant. Gentlemen. Now, these chaps, at the end of last season, came on with these. These are gorgeous, aren't they? Are these exactly the same shirts? Yeah, yeah. Well, we thought that, you know, we've got promoted in these, in these shirts, so we might as well keep the omen going. So, wait a minute. You, have you lost a game whilst wearing these shirts yet? We lost no. 100% records, apparently. <clears throat> and Keith and Moore scored in both games. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We actually didn't take them off. We slept in them. Off, so. <laughs> well, they look fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. I will admit. Uh, okay, well, that's brilliant. So, uh, two shirts, two goals. Which was your favourite of the two, though? Uh, more Keith and more. Yeah. Just a header at the back post. Fantastic. I think, to be honest, <clears throat> both of them caught me off guard. Yeah. Because at the start, you don't expect it. And yeah. at the end, we're sort of holding on. You think, oh, it's lucky if we get a win here. Yeah. And then the goal comes. Um, kind of a similar goal to Mitrovic earlier today yes. swung in the back yeah. post in it goes but, I mean oh, it's just a fantastic feeling because we look so sort of not comfortable but when we were defending it was relentless every block was blocked every tackle was sliding yeah. in we looked like we wanted the three points and, and Villa didn't really it's a, it's a funny feeling isn't it because it, at the, in the time when the game's going on you feel that kind of tension and you're a little bit nervous and what's going to happen but actually when you look in reflection and you look back on the game with hindsight we did look comfortable yeah, we and we, we, we managed them really well and they yeah. didn't really give us a lot of no. problems which is a strange thing to say because <clears throat> pre-game everyone's saying well, Villa are going to come and roll us over yeah we're losing the last three friendlies you yeah. think this is going to be a no, no winner this one but <laughs> we did it yeah. friendlies don't mean anything do they this, this, is, this is the thing this, I think Harry Redknapp said that once friendlies don't mean anything Villa yeah. had a great pre-season and we've had a 
not so great <laughs> yeah, one, and then the that happened. The lineup was so different at the start. I think Pearson coming on. Who would have yeah. thought that? He had a brilliant game. So the question now is: Is Parker a tactical genius? Has he been? Has he been duping everyone, including yes. us, <laughs> yeah. playing a completely different team? And then <laughs> yeah. the first game of the season, yeah, this is the yeah, team yeah. that he starts yeah. with. Yeah. I, I didn't see the top front coming. No. No. I thought, yeah, he was, I thought Moore was, was going to be a sort of a substitute, come on, a little bit of a plan B, but he worked from the start and the work rate was fantastic. Um, winning all the aerial duels, he didn't want to stop playing, really. Yeah. Uh, it's just, can we keep it up for 38 games? That's the problem, because it did look like a cup final. Yeah. Was that the energy Everyone's was be all over final. the place, but yeah, can we do it? Hopefully we can. I think that could be a really important three points as well. The rest of our month doesn't look as rosy, doesn't look as easy. We're off to Man City next. Can we hope for anything going up there, do you think? I'd love to get one point off them. Yeah. Five years in the Premiership, nothing at all. Yeah. Just a point, home or away, I'd be happy. Yeah. No, I agree. That's it, yeah. that's all I want. I, I don't mind if we... Because it's the old Benjamin Bloom thing of one point per game, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So every every three games we've got to win at least one of those. So yeah. we've got one, we can afford to lose at least two now. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a nice way of looking at it. That's a nice way of looking at it. I quite like that. We'll see. Okay, and the controversy over man of the match, there were so many players you could have picked from today. Uh, one word, chaps, who was your man of the match? Lerma. Lerma. He had good in defence and he got the goal. Yeah. I think probably Tavernier for the pure fact he hit the ground running. Yeah. So he's, he's come into a system he probably potentially wasn't ready for and yeah. Parker's put him in the midfield and he was running all of the time and he, he, was, he was everywhere. He Unbelievable. Was everywhere. Yeah. He was everywhere. Thank you so much for coming on, gents. Do not take those shirts off, please. Got to go. I want a pint of Guinness at the car. Yeah. Oh, good on you. The pair. Yeah, the pair. <laughs> Might see you there. Hello, sir. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Oh, way of I remember that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Good stuff, eh? That was all right, wasn't it? That was very good. Yeah, yeah it made wonderful. me made me feel happy inside. Oh, yeah. And, um, Still got that last from that. We wore that, didn't oh, we? Yeah. That's the end of the season. That's brilliant. And a lot of people eating their words. And I can't wait to listen to some people in the media talk about that either later. But that was a very complete performance. You yeah. might not get a more complete performance all season, so drink it in and enjoy it. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think people are going to start to take note, aren't they, after that, and think, well, maybe Bournemouth aren't quite what we thought they were. Yeah, I mean, whether it's a Scott Parker masterclass or whatever you want to call it, I don't know. But no, I don't. everything clicked, everything worked, everyone put effort in. There was probably 10 man of the matches out there. Yeah. Um, but I'd, I'd give it to Mepham, yeah. purely because he's had a lot of grief at different times. He can't play there, he can't do this mm. and whatever. And he was all over the place, so I'd give it to him. But incredibly happy. Couldn't be happier. It's really interesting. Everyone's talking about, you know, well, one of the things I've asked people about is man of the match. But the reason it's so tricky to, to pick a man of the match is not, not only that the players played so well, but nobody really played bad, did they? Like, nobody... No. Nobody, everyone was fully committed job. yeah exactly so you could give it to any of the defenders you could give it to any of the midfielders yeah. you could give it to any of the front men yeah. you know Don worked his bum off as he normally does Moore just did what Moore does and there won't be many Premier League defensive units that can cope with someone like Kiefer Moore because yeah. they won't be used to that kind of player no. so if he's going to be able to put that kind of effort in the games he plays I don't think he'll play every game but the ones that he does I think they'll be looking at him thinking, got to keep an eye on him, which of course creates space for fast players behind. Indeed. Like Marcus. Yeah. was brilliant as he well. Was, yeah, he was very, very good. And we've still got a wealth of talent that sat on that bench I know. that we haven't even seen yet. Our times have changed, eh? And we still want more signings. Mm, only one from Argentina, I think. Yeah, I think he's coming in, isn't he? Very likely, apparently. So, yeah, yeah I'd say that's nine out of ten likely to happen now. Fantastic. So, we've got that one. We've got a goalkeeper coming in. Yeah. That's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, does, do we need more 
pushing or not for the back. I don't know. I don't know. Travis is great. But it'll be good to have a bit more pressure on him. Yeah. But um, I don't want to put too much on him because he's very calm and yeah. he did everything well today as well. He didn't put a foot wrong. When no. he had to do something, he did something as well. So, yeah. amazing. Come on, I've done enough. Josh, what do you want to say? All the players did really well today. Very good performance from all of the players. And do you Ma- know what I noticed, Josh, as well? Not only did the players do well, the atmosphere was good today, wasn't it? It was really good. Probably because we just got back in the Prem, probably. Yeah. Probably the goals count, didn't they? Yeah. That was crazy. At the time, I was thinking people that were what, that um, purchased the game that were watching it on the TV were probably just getting snacks at the time. <laughs> they probably were. Making a cup of tea or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to be back. It's nice to be back. Oh, that's a lovely point. That's good today. Nice yeah. to be back. Man of the match, probably Kiefer Moore. On that note. On that note. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Thank Take you so care. much. Hi, right, how you doing? Uh, what a game. Um, we kind of, I think the way we won that, right, we, we outsmarted them. On paper, we had the worst team, right? And we sort of, with Ben Pearson, we barely played him during pre-season. And to, for the counter-attack, uh, you know, what we would do is... At the start, we had uh, Tavernier more in an attacking role and Dom more of a box-to-box midfield. And then we got the goal and we kind of more parked the bus for about 40 minutes until we just got them on the counter. And what, a, what, a, what a goal, what a game. Brilliant, brilliant from the lads. That's, that's really so. Uh, Mepham, Mepham was really, was weirdly good. Maybe it's probably because we've got Sinesi coming in and he's trying to fight for a place. Lerma as a makeshift centre-back, that was good and how he was able to sort of move on, become the third centre mid, and yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Pearson. Pearson was weirdly brilliant for, for considering it was his Premier League debut, I think, yeah. Uh, and um, he, he played for the badge. He, he got a yellow card and then he kind of was a bit more quiet in the second half, but apart from that, brilliant. And do you think that's the same starting lineup that we'll see next weekend against, against Manchester City? Ooh, um, no, I, I don't think so, because I think we will probably have made a couple of signings by then with Neto oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. and Sinesi. And I think, I think we'll keep the five back, because they've got the likes of Haaland and Alvarez. Uh, but I feel like we'll have Lerma more of an attacking role, would that be like a centre-mid, a box-to-box? And we'll have Sinesi possibly in. And we'll see, I hope Travis is in goal next game, but we'll see how, what happens. Fantastic. Thanks for coming on. Thank Good you. to see you, Alec. Hey, Mark, how are you? Yeah. Yeah, good. Good to see you. Yeah, you too. Got the new shirt on. Yes. How are you feeling, Minnie? Uh, yeah, really good after that. Um, yeah. Surprised, obviously, when you saw like the team and like more playing. Um, ben Pearson sort of like playing, obviously, completely sort of like different sort of like players. How they obviously sort of um, played, um, obviously, like the last two preseason games. But yeah, we just got that. Obviously, Scott Parker mentioned like the other week about um, you know maybe could we not sort of like compete? But I think the players today have sort of like shown that. They're up, they're up for it and they can sort of like compete and things like that and obviously get, gets the crowd up so I think that's kind of like a performance against the majority of these teams if we can put that in at home yeah. why can't we get like wins why can't we get sort of like points really if we can just like put in that type of performance defend well and sort of like when we have chances take them um, I thought we played really well today it's that kind of old adage, isn't it? It's 11 versus 11. It doesn't matter what the team looks yeah, like on exactly. paper. Yeah, yeah. If everyone puts their effort in, if you play yeah. 100%, yeah. You, you can get a result. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And you think sort of like probably how much like Villa has sort of spent, um, like their new signings today. And I think sort of like Kiefer Moore up against like their new centre-back, that Carlos, just kind of like bullied him a little bit at times and could hold the ball up. And, and now I think it's just a really good sort of like performance and like a performance that we can 
you know, if you put in that against like the majority, like these teams, like mid-table downwards in like the Premier League, I, d I can't see why we can't like pick up sort of like points against like majority of these teams. And again, that might be enough to sort of like keep keep us in the league. Um, difficult games coming up, but um, if we play like that against Arsenal, why can't we get a, a point or anything like that against Arsenal? Um, I think today, I think they sort of like shown that they can they can defend properly and. Um, just play like how they did I think we can get points at home and that, that might be good enough to stay in the Premier League it might well be thank you so much for coming yeah. on it's good to see yeah. you Cheers. Yeah, all the best yeah, thank you hi. hi how are you doing there uh, good what was your name again uh, Howard how are you Howard are you having a good day yeah good it was a very good day wasn't it what a result that was did you expect that result no. pre-game I was like if we get a draw we've done really well yeah no I felt the same really I, I wasn't really expecting anything like that and I wasn't expecting that lineup as well either of no, players it's weird because I thought it was a 4-4-2, but then we were playing back five. It was weird. Yeah, yeah Lerma dropping back into the into the defence. He did a, an OK job, though. Yeah, really good. The goal was good. The goal was very... It was good, didn't it? And it just the right time as well. Really lifted everyone right at the beginning yeah. of the game. And then the Keith Lamore goal. That typical, header. typical Keith Lamore, yeah. wasn't it? As soon as they crossed it in, Kelly crossed it in, I just saw his head go back and then I knew it was going to go in. Fantastic. Absolutely didn't fantastic. Didn't expect to start as well. Yeah, he did really well, didn't he? Just yeah. sort of slotted in. You wouldn't know that he's a new signing, really. No. Who do you think... Um, I mean, the other one was Ben Pearson. Nobody expected Ben Pearson to no. start. He, he was playing off with the development squad for a little while. So mm. it's been really hard for a lot of people to pick who was their man of the match because we've had all these sort of standout performances. But is there anyone for you that you just thought, that, that, that was brilliant? I mean, Keith and Moore, he was so tired. Yeah. He should have been subbed off, but he... I was like, sub him off, but then he scored the goal and I was like, don't. <laughs> don't, no. You never know with Keith Moore. Would he be your man of the match, do you think? Um, probably, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a fair shout. Now, we got Villa, we just beat Villa. We've got three points of Villa. Our next few games are a bit oh, tricky. No. We've got Man City, we've got Arsenal, we've got Liverpool. We're gonna... We'll going to be there next week. Yeah, You're going to be, be there next week? I'll be there too. Tell, tell me, what can I expect, do you think? 4-0. Four 4-0 nil. Four nil to? City. <laughs> oh. Or 4-1 if we're lucky. <laughs> if we're lucky for one. We haven't got Sterling playing for them, so. He always scores. He always That's scores. very true. He always scores against us. He always scores against us. I don't know how they got on today. Does anyone know how they got on today? No, they're playing today. Oh, they're playing tomorrow. Beg your pardon. That's why then. Uh, okay. Okay, so we go up there. We'll give it a go. That style of football, the way that we play football today, that, that's got to work a little bit better, isn't it, against those yeah. teams? Because, like, counter-attack. Yeah. Call them out. Call Aston Villa out quite a lot. They did catch them out quite a lot, didn't they? Yeah. Did catch them out. Well... Scott Parker confused me today with that starting lineup, and he got he got us a win. So who knows what will come next week? At least we're going to get Sanessi, hopefully that Argentinian centre back. Yeah, do you know much about him? No. No, no one does. Everyone wants us to sign him, but no one knows who he is. He's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, do you think we'll get some more signings as well, or not? Um, Nat Phillips, hopefully. Yeah, I hope Nat Phillips. He feels like he belongs to us already, doesn't oh, yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. It's really Thanks. really lovely to meet you, Bound. All the best. Thank you. Hi, Ethan. Do you want to be my last guest today? What did you think about that return to the Premier League then? Very good. Very positive. Yeah. Of course, obviously. Aston Villa. Who would imagine Bournemouth beating Aston Villa on the first day back? I'll tell you who didn't. Aston Villa didn't imagine that. They thought they were going to come here and roll us over, a lot of their yeah. fans. Not all of them. Not, Not all of them, them but no. a lot of them. Uh, and certainly all the media thought that we'd get rolled over as well. But we've, yeah. we've really put on a fight today. Yeah. Especially, I like Tavernier a lot. Played well. Um, Memps. Yeah. Played brilliant today. Well, he was all over the place, wasn't he? Put his body on the line. 
got hit in the face, but you don't care. No. But 2-0, take it. 2-0, definitely take it. Definitely take it. I wonder how many more 2-0s we'll get this season. Yeah, I think we'll get loads. Yeah, oh, I like that. That's really good. Um, interesting fact that uh, I think Jeff said this to me because he was sat next to me during the game. And he said to me, "That's uh, I think Parker only got 10 goals last season, last time he was in the Premier League for mm. Fulham at home. So we've only got eight more to go and we've beaten his record already. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Fulham, but <clears throat> I think we'll beat it, definitely. Yeah, I think Over we will. Sack, Kiefer Moore and Solanke. Should be all right. Should, Should be, all right. be all right. And I was just talking to Howard, who was just on now, about possible signings going forward. Sinese is, is, is probably one that's going to happen from the sounds of things. We've got Neto coming in as a goalkeeper. Yeah. Do you think we might be able to get anyone else between now and the deadline day? I, I think we need a backup left back with yeah. experience because what if Jay Z gets injured? Who are we going to put in? Yeah. So hopefully a left back. Senesi looks good. Yeah. Watch his clips. Looks good. Aggressive. Yeah. It's what, it's what I like as a centre back. Aggressive. Good in the air. And Neto as well. Good. Good backup. Only a year. Only a year, but that's maybe that's all we need. It's a good competition for Travis as well. Yeah. Because he's been in Champions League and he's went against the best Messi, of course. Yeah. But good backup, I guess. Yeah. Good backup. I hope so. Hope so. Ethan, it's been lovely talking to you and uh, Nonny would love that, wouldn't he? First yeah, first, first yeah, game back in the Premier League? Yeah, yeah, he would. Yeah. Enjoyed that very much, I guess. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed having you on. All the best, buddy. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. And that's it now from us here at Dean Court. Uh, an unexpected 2-0 win, but very well deserved. The boys fought and battled all game long. Oh, And now we go to Man City. We're coming for you. Up at Cherries. Brilliant stuff there. That was Tiggs on the mic and earlier myself, Tom and Tiggs doing the second look, the audio pod. Thank you so much for listening. Look, the next three pods are going to be interesting. We've got Man City. We've got Arsenal. We've got Liverpool. It's good to get them games out of the way, though, but it'll be really interesting to see how it goes against Manchester City. Hopefully we can pull up some trees, although let's be fair, not many of us expect it. It's going to be a tough one, but we'll be in your inbox at the start of the week, ready to chew the fat over the game at the Etihad. For now, thanks for listening to Back of the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. Maybe on Walker. Pew. Pew! That'll do it! That will do it! Pew for Bournemouth! The roof of the gold sands is raised! Everyone here knows what that could mean to this football club. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.